Listen, don't be picking these guys to lose 100 games again. Not because I think you'd be wrong, but because you're, you're, you'll be part of the problem then. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. I'm flying to St. Louis a little bit later today. It's the eve of the 136th opener of the once proud Pittsburgh Baseball Club. We'll be taking on the Cardinals at Bush Stadium tomorrow at 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time. Which means that we've all got a day and change to share our predictions. Everybody has to have a prediction. All forms of baseball analysis somehow magically can be condensed to a single number. And this is when we put them out. We're all required to go on the record as if what we think in advance, any of us, matters. Well, you know, maybe it does matter a little bit, just not in the sense of bragging rights or, for that matter, anybody who'd be crazy enough to bet on baseball, but more from the standpoint of setting expectations. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pick this team, the one with a scant starting rotation, the one with no starting right fielder, to win 70 games. That's right, 70. And you know what? I don't believe for a split second that they will. I really don't. But if I just say, hey, they're going to win, I don't know, 61 again. Uh, They'll even be worse than last year. It'll be fewer than 60 wins. If I do that, if I do that, then I'm one tiny, tiny piece of where the bar is getting set for this team. And even though that'll be accurate, in all likelihood, as a reflection of the roster that's at hand, there is no intelligent reason, as I see it, to accommodate the Pirates having the bar that low in year three of this management team. I've already used this terminology a lot on this show, and you're going to continue hearing it a lot throughout the season. But it's year three. There is no such thing as any rebuild, regardless of whether or not you attach years to it, as Cam Bonifay insanely did way back in 1997, that should go on into perpetuity. These guys took over took over, took complete control of every solitary facet of this operation from top to bottom two and a half years ago. And in doing so, they were given the mandate to acquire young talent through whatever means possible, make them better, make them worthy of being in the big leagues, and then ultimately, in turn, make the product in Pittsburgh more competitive. 
I've liked a lot of what I've seen from Ben Charrington and his staff, notably as it relates to the draft. Drafts do take time, but drafts don't buy you indefinite grace periods because drafts aren't the only way that you acquire younger talent. There have also been a lot of trades. There have been a lot of pitchers in particular that have come to Pittsburgh in these trades. And where is that pitching now? And why should we still be waiting on the pitching when a couple of these guys are in the majors? This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Here's what I'm talking about so I don't sound like I'm going in riddles. If you have Bryce Wilson come to your team from Atlanta in a trade involving Richard Rodriguez, who had some significant value at the time he was moved, and Wilson comes here and he's just another guy, and he doesn't progress really from where he was with the Braves, then how is that okay? I'm not saying Wilson won't have a better year. Maybe he will. He did show some signs in the spring, but that's just spring ball. He certainly sounded confident enough when he and I had a fairly lengthy talk last week in Fort Myers, but, you know, you got to do it on the mound. What about Will Crow? Will Crow came in the Josh Bell trade. Josh Bell, you know, say what you want about his flaws, particularly defensively, but he went to Washington and hit a whole bunch of home runs. He could have done that in Pittsburgh. He could have gotten more of a return than Will Crow. Crow hasn't cemented himself in any way, shape, or form as a member of this rotation, much less somebody who can be counted on to contribute into the future. Why? Hasn't gotten better. How is that okay? You see where I'm going here? There are other players on the roster that you could do this with. And there's also the not-so-small matter of being able to acquire players, let's say, um, you know, 4A guys or, or legit AAA talent in trades. The Pirates have attempted some of these. They haven't borne fruit. We saw Diego Castillo have a really just a beautiful, Spring training. Hoy Park, the other player acquired from the Yankees in the Clay Holmes trade last summer, also had a, at least an encouraging spring, certainly at the finish. Are either of these two going to contribute this season? I mean, I don't have that answer, but I know what the answer should be. I know what it should be in year three. This whole narrative that everybody's got to wait for the Greensboro Cavalry to come up. 
You know, oh, they'll be in Altoona next year. We that much closer. Oh, next year after that, they'll be in Indianapolis and it'll be right there on the precipice. Okay, that sounds good. And maybe it's accurate. But it doesn't buy you a three-year honeymoon. Other components have to be coming into place or something isn't working. Either the acquisition is off or the major league development is off. And I think everyone who's listening to this knows how I feel about Oscar Marina's pitching coach. Something's off. So no, I'm not going to predict, I don't know, 57, 58, 59 wins. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to predict 70. I'm going to predict 70 even though I don't believe it. Because 70 would represent a nine-game improvement over where they were last season when they only won 61. I like to think that's a pretty reasonable stance to take in year three. When we come back, just one question. who asks, what if Diego Castillo starts at third base this week and keeps hitting and his defense is superb and he stays healthy? What do you do with Brian Hayes? I know, I know, Castillo's a bright new toy in the toy box. Just thinking out loud, he tears it up and cannot be removed from the lineup. Well, you probably already know the answer to your own question, and that is that Castillo would be moved to another position. Brian Hayes is the third baseman. Uh, you would never react rashly and move a player that you believe and not without cause should be an anchor of your future to somewhere else on the diamond just because one guy got hot and he's looking like he might be a little bit comfortable at a certain spot. No chance. But let's not presume that other spots are cemented like that because they aren't. Castillo has shown Derek Shelton and his staff that he can catch the ball wherever you put him. They had him in the outfield a couple of days ago, and he got an assist, threw a guy out at second base. Uh, Will he be perfect out there? No. Is he going to win any kind of gold glove? No. But there's a place for him. If you can hold a bat and swing it, through the zone, you can play right field for the Pirates this year, all right? There's no competition for anything out there. There's an absolute embarrassing, I should add, void, which again swings back to what I was talking about in the opening segment. You're entering a major league season as a major league team without a right fielder. That can't occur. That is not okay. Not in any year. Not not in any context where some Greensboro grasshoppers are going to save you in a couple of years. It's just not okay. Uh, what was I talking about? Castillo. Castillo can go to second base. You know, who's he bumping from second base? Cole Tucker, Hoy Park, Michael Chavis. He could go to second base. If you hit... You should play. And that goes double for this lineup. Castillo needs to play. Castillo should be in that opening day lineup. 
tomorrow at Bush Stadium. Doesn't matter to me where. If it's at third base, that just means that Hayes isn't ready yet with his ankle injury and nothing more than that. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. And contrary to my overall tone today, I am excited about seeing baseball, about covering baseball. I really am. But you know, it's, it's not okay. It's just not. <laughs>